This coming Friday, Bezos Hashem will be Lagba Omer, the 33rd day of the Omer. Lagba Omer is quite an enigmatic day on the Jewish calendar. A lot of confusion, misunderstanding. What is Lagba Omer all about? And indeed, the Ramon Shulchan Aruch, in his commentary on the Mechaber, or Rechaim and Simon Tov Tzari Gimel, writes, Biyom Lagba Omer, Noagim Bo Kitzas Simcha. On this day of Lagba Omer, we are have an additional, a heightened sense of joy. The Ramah is quoting the Maharil, the Maharil and his Minhagim Dine Shebein at Pesach Laratzeres Oz Zayin notes, as do other Rishon, that there's a great joy on Lag Baomer. And of course, the question is, what is the joy of Lag Baomer? There are four basic explanations to the added joy, the simcha of Lag Baomer. Number one, the Mishnabura as well as other Rishonim note that the reason for the joy of Lag Baomer is because the death of the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva came to a cessation. As we all are familiar with the Gemara Mesechus, of almost 24,000 Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva died. Bein Pesach Latzeres, Misas Askara, they died a very, very difficult, painful death. Shalonohagu Kavod Zebazen, that's the reason for the mourning between Pesach and Shavuos. However, in Lag Baomer, because the death sentence, the death decree came to its rightful conclusion, the joy, the simcha that occurred when we saw that the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva stopped dying, and therefore, as a result, Lag Baomer became a joyous day to recognize, to commemorate, and to note that the decree came to an end, and thus there's a heightened sense of joy. Both the Vilna Gon and the Prechalish and their commentary to Shulchan Aruch, Simon Tavzad Gimel, question this as the reason and the basis for Simcha. When do we ever find a reason for heightened joy as a result of the end of a death sentence? Because they stopped dying, therefore we're going to have a great Simcha, therefore there's going to be such great joy? How do we understand that? Both the Prechadosh and the Vilna Gon add two other reasons to the added joy of Lagba Omer. Number one, the Prechadosh says that there is a basis to make a simcha as a result of the end of a death sentence and explains the Gra and the Prechadosh that if you take a look at the Gemara at the end of Mesechas Tainas, we're familiar that Kalal Yisrael and the Midbar died every single year and every single day. The Dorha Midbar people were dying. There was a death sentence, a death decree. And the generation of Jews who entered Eretz Yisrael upon seeing that the death sentence, the decree came to an end, also made a simcha. They also made a yom tov. It's called Tuba'av. And as a result of the end of this terrible decree, which took the lives of thousands upon thousands of Jews, there was a, ter- a great simcha which was ordained, and therefore indeed explains the Gra, as does explain the Prechadosh. That is exactly the reason for the heightened simcha and joy of Lag Omer. The end of the death sentence is indeed a reason to celebrate. However, the Prechadosh suggests an alternate reason for the joy of Lag Omer, and that is the fact that Rabbi Akiva on that very day, Lagba Omer received five new Talmidim. He went to Rabbi Seinu Shabadarom and he found five new students. Not only did these students not perish, but they would be the ultimate students who would be chosen to transmit and disseminate Torah to the next generation. An entirely new reason for the Simcha of Lagba Omer. It's not because it was an end of the era of the death sentence, but rather it was a new beginning, a new start, even after the students of Rabbi Akiva perished. Rabbi Akiva was able to start again, a fresh new start, a fresh new beginning. Five Talmidim that he chose on that very day. And as a result of their increased devotion to their Rabbi, and as a result of Rabbi Akiva's ability to use them as the ultimate transmitters of Torah and Torah Shabbal Peh to the next generation, Lagba Omer has become a great and very happy and joyous day. Those are the two classical reasons for the joy of the Simcha, either because of the cessation of the death sentence or as a result 
result of the minted students, the new Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva. However, there's a whole nother way to understand the Simcha of Lagba Omer, and that is that it is the Hilula of Rabbi Shimon Berichai. We all are familiar that for generations, and already starting the times of the Arizal, the Arizal died in the year 1572, Klal Yisrael and many, many thousands upon thousands of Jews made a pilgrimage to Meron. And part of the pilgrimage to Meron wasn't just davening at the Kever B'Shem Berichai, but included lighting bonfires, included burning clothing, and included shechting animals and making an amazingly happy and joyous day. And what does that have to do with Rabbi Shimon And what does that have to do with Lagba Omer? Tradition tells us, and it's brought in the Zohar Kadosh and Chela Gimel. However, it's also noted in the Sefer Ben Pesach La'atzeres, where he gives a plethora of sources who make this point, that Rabbi Shimon Ben his death, his yortzet, is on Lagba Omer. And since that remarkable event of in Jewish history some 2,000 years ago, when Rabbi Shimon Ben was nifter, and on that very day, Kabbalistic tradition teaches that prior to the death and the departure of Rabbi Shimon Ben from this world, he was allotted extra time and clarity to reveal the hidden secrets of the Torah to his students. And thus, as a result, since the Zman of Rabbi Yitzchak Luria Darizal, one of the greatest Kabbalists who ever lived, Klal Yisrael, Jews in Eretz Yisrael, and abroad flock to Rabbi Shimon Berchai's burial place in Meron and Lagba Omer to recognize, to commemorate, and to note the great joy of that very day. Indeed, the Misora teaches us that Rabbi Shimon Berchai himself told people to be joyous on that day. He told people that they should go to his kever. There's a story that's brought, the Magen Avram brings it in, Shulchan Arachayim, Simen Tav Gimel, the Berhete brings it as well, as well as other commentaries on Shulchan Arach, that Rav Avram Halevi was a great Kabbalist, a contemporary of the Rizal, recounted the following episode which took place on Lag Baomer in Meron. Rabbi Avram regularly included the Nachem, the prayer, the tefillah that we say only on Tishabav, where we beseech a Kaddish Baruch Hu to comfort us for the loss of the Beis Amikdash. He added that on a regular basis and even on Lag Baomer and even in Meron. When Rabbi Avram recited the Nachem on Lag Baomer in Meron, the Rizal came to Rabbi Avram and told him that Rabbi Shem ben appeared to him and told him that he should question Rabbi Avram about reciting Nachim on his joyous day, the joyous day of Rabbi Shem ben And he should tell Rabbi Avram that instead he'll, be, he'll have to be comforted in the future. And indeed, soon after Lagba Omer, Rabbi Avram Halevi's son died. And therefore, that story and that tradition carried significant weight, and therefore Lagba Omer has become the very joyous day. Included in the Simcha of Lagba Omer and Meron, many have the minug to cut their child, their three-year-old boy's son for the first time. It's brought also in Svarim that the Rizal himself brought his son to Lagba Omer, to Meron and Lagba Omer, to do the very same thing. Included in the Simcha's burning clothing, included in the Simcha's many other joyous events and sudos that take place, and thus this is the Simcha of Lagba Omer. It's the Hilula of Rabbi Shimber. It has nothing to do with the cessation of the death of the Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva. It has nothing to do with the beginning of the fact that Rabbi Kiva began to mint new Talmidim. But rather, it's because of the Simcha and the joy of the Hilula, the Yortzite of Rabbi Shimber recognizing his accomplishments in this world, his revelation of the secrets of the Torah, the Torah Sanista, the Kabbalah. And therefore, that is the reason for the joy. However, this Simcha of Lagba Omer was not cut and dry. 
there were many who opposed the practices that I just for, for, referred to, most famously and notably the Chassam Sofer. The Chassam Sofer is true, and you're there. Simon Reish Lamed Gimel writes as follows, and I quote, Amnam Yadati, I know, says the Chassam Sofer, Ki Shamati, I have heard, writing from Pressburg in Hungary, She'ach Shav'ach Shardare, Umi Merchak Yaviu, Yidrus Hashem, Birakodesh Tzfas, Biomlag Be'omer, Bihilula Derashbi, I have heard from afar the Jews, hundreds and maybe even thousands already in the times of the Chassam Sofer were flocking to Meron, to the holy city, on the Yom Hilula of the Rashbi. And continues the Chassam Sofer, even though their intent is for the sake of heaven. Certainly I would imagine that they will receive reward for what they're doing. However, writes the Chassam Sofer, I will not play a role, and I will not be a party to this event, to this Yom Tov, to this Simcha that's taking place. I will never go, and if I would go, I wouldn't want to separate myself from everything that's taking place. And he explains that the reason and the basis for his opposition is because you can't create a new Yom Tov. You can't establish a new Yom Tov. It's inappropriate, it's wrong. We know how Chazal have the opportunity to establish Purim. Chazal had the opportunity to establish Hanukkah. But it can't be that we're making a new Yom Tov. And continues the Chassam Sofer, Mikomokum Lasos Yom Simcha, the Hadlaka to make it to a day of joy, and lighting Neros and fire and bonfires. B'mokum Yadua Dafka, Shiatel Talpio, Shakol Nifnim Lasham, Lo Yadati Mershaim Lasos Kane. It's inappropriate. I don't know if they're allowed to do it. And thus the Chassam Sofer came out very strongly and very passionately arguing against the custom, the minog that many had to go because as the Chassam Sofer writes, it's inappropriate, it's wrong, it's unable to establish one's own yontaf. And thus, as a result, it was not just the Chassam Sofer, but it was also the Sholem Eishev. Sholem Eishev, the outstanding halachic authority of Shol Nathausen, also writes and questions the practice and the propriety of what was taking place on Lag Omer. But not just because of the reason the Chassam Sofer says, but he says that a yortzite, and certainly the yortzite of the Rashbi, which typically includes fasting, recitation of Kaddish, increased Torah study, they're supposed to bring out some level of solemn and serious nature of the day. The celebratory and festive atmosphere in Lag Omer and Meron, that doesn't speak to a Yorzeit. That's not what you're supposed to do. This is the response of the Shoal Hamesh. He also says that burning clothing, which he has heard is taking place, is Baltashchis. It's Asumidiraisa. It's not something that should be done. And therefore, again, says the Shoal Hamesh that that's not an appropriate way to recognize a Yorzeit. Furthermore, notes the Shoal Hamesh that these customs that are taking place were never practiced by earlier great Gedoli Yisrael, and therefore, again, as a result, they are not something that should be done. Therefore, both the Chassam Sofer as well as the Shol Meshiv came out very, very strongly prohibiting and opposing the flocking to the city of Meron. However, there was a response to the opposition. The great rabbis of the city of Tiberias, as well as of Shmuel Heller, who was a rav of Tzvat, penned independent tshuvas to defend the customs of Lag Baomer Meron. They even wrote an entire pamphlet, a kuntras defending what was taking place at Meron for the Hilula of the Rashbi.
And they explained that the customs are rooted in tradition, were sanctioned by great rabbis, early rabbis, including the very own Orachayim HaKadosh, Rav Chaim Ben Atar, the author of the Orachayim HaKadosh Atar, who he himself personally threw clothing into the bonfire. And therefore the rabbi said and explained that due to the holiness of the day and Rabbi Shimon Rechai's joy and encouragement regarding the overall joyous nature of the day, this is what hap- should happen and this is what is appropriate to do. And another great rabbi, the Shemari of Arya Balachar, and his chuvas, the Shem Aryeh, also comes to defend the approach of many going to Lagboma for a different reason. And writes the Shem Aryeh, although he was shocked for years by the practices in Meron, he notes that the Gemara explains that the Roman Empire decreed a death sentence upon Rav Shem but the decree was miraculously annulled. And because Rav Shem was not executed by the Roman government and received a proper Jewish burial, says the Shem Aryeh, his burial place, his kever, is thus visited and as a way to commemorate the miracle, the nace that spared him of his life being taken and having proper kevri Yisrael being buried, and therefore says the Shem Aryeh, that is the reason, or Achaim, Chelek, Aleph, Tshuva, Simen, Yodalid, why the Lagba Omer developed into a festive day. Thus, for those generations, there was serious contention between those who supported the practices in Lagba Omer, those who flocked to Lagba Omer, and those who didn't. On the one hand, along with the Shem Aryeh, who are opposed to the practice, as opposed to the Shem Arya and other Gedoli Yisrael, including the Archaim HaKadosh, Rav Chaim Ben Atar, who felt very strongly about what was taking place. Nonetheless, we see that across the board, Lag Omer is a very, very fascinating, interesting day, historically and halachically. No question, there is no Tachnun that's recited. Not only on Lag Omer, Shachra Semincha, but even Erev Lag Omer, there is no Tachnun. Thus, Lag Omer has elements of a very significant halachic day. And these are the three reasons that we had mentioned, either as a result of the cessation of the death of Talmidim Rabbi Kiva, either because Rabbi Kiva minted five new Talmidim, or because it's the Hilu of Reb Shem ben If you're interested in more on Lag Bomer, I suggest you take a look at my Sefer in the book, The Making of a Minog, Chapter 21, Lag Baomer and Meron, and the propriety of establishing a holiday to commemorate a miracle, of course, from a halachic end, there is significant discussion regarding the establishment of a holiday to commemorate a miracle, and much of the discussion revolves around the establishment of Lagba Omer in Meron, wishing everybody a wonderful day, a joyous Lagba Omer, and good things in the future. Kol Tuv, have a wonderful day.